Welcome to the UK Flooring Podcast. This podcast is sponsored by Roomvo. Roomvo is the number one room visualization tool for manufacturers, retailers, and everyone in between. If you are going to the Harrogate Flooring Show this year, we, Cockrell & Co., are right next door to Roomvo. So make sure you visit them at Stand A31 in Hall A. I look forward to seeing you there. Now sit back, enjoy the show, and do not forget to hit the subscribe button. Welcome to the UK Flying Podcast. This week, you've got the pleasure of me. And me! <laughs> Mrs. C is back in the hizzle. Mm. It's the second podcast we've done here in the studio. What's going on, Mrs. C? In this studio. In this studio. In this studio. Yeah, not just we've in done, general. We've done a lot of those in general. What's going on, Mrs. C? Um, what's going on? Wow. Um, we're settling in to our new training centre, aren't we? Just about, I think. And we're still alive. Well, don't you think July has been completely like one thing after another? And Absolutely. We've just gone, I mean, what we had, we had Flooring Freedom. We had the, um, we went on holiday. And the hotel burnt down. Yeah. That's another story. Um, what else have we had? We've moved into the new training centre. We've renovated the new training centre. And we've managed to keep many, many, many plates spinning. Done the Three Pigs Challenge with clients. Mm-hmm. Done some training for V4. <laughs> we have. L- yeah, launched multiple is, events with KHR. This is just um, how we how we roll. Well, it is yeah. when we live with you, isn't it? Because this is how you, <laughs> this is how you <laughs> don't, don't bring Don't blame me. <laughs> yeah, well, I try yeah. and keep some stability in this whole, um, whole machine, don't I? But uh, Try. Y- your ideas. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Uh, thanks for the update, Mrs. C. Uh, yeah. We've kind of got over it. Were you actually expecting that long, long answer? Or were you... Um... I was expecting longer. Oh, yeah. Oh, were you just expecting... Yeah, it's wonderful. Thanks. Exactly. That was it. So, um, I've been out of our flooring business for a while. And you still have tipped your toe in quite, quite often. Um, so, I wanted to go through um, a sales process, but in a Mrs. C-esque way. Not in a oh, now. See, this is this is why <laughs> you get me onto this podcast and you trick me. I did. You didn't know we were talking about this, did you? I didn't know what we were talking about. Exactly. You so I said, says, just get get in the studio. Let's freestyle it. Freestyle and just ask me a lot of stuff, and right. then yeah, here we go. All right. But as the market, in my humble but accurate opinion, has changed um, a little bit, I think it is definitely improving now. But people are more being price critical over their flooring choice. So it doesn't matter if it's carpet, LVT. Um, but people are hanging on to their pennies a bit longer. So first thing, Mrs. C, uh, would be three good ways to pre-qualify your dream flooring customer. So let's roll with just a telephone call to start with. Give me something that you've used or you've got the team here to use um, to pre-qualify a good quality customer before you waste your time going to see them. Well, first things first, what is a good quality customer? That's the first thing you've got to know. Because if you don't know what your good quality customer is, how do you know how to best pre-qualify them? Yeah. So um, you've got to roll that back a stage because we can't just throw feet first into three top tips. Tactics. We're, yeah, this is where you will pass the, that. You're a tactic, tactic, tactic. I look at the strategy. Oh, then yeah. hit me hit me with what, what a good customer is then. Well, for for the wood floor company in particular, um, we're looking for... Let's just go in general. In general. In general. What's yeah, a good flooring? It depends on your business. Because what's, what's right for my business is, is not necessarily the right thing for the next business. So first thing, you've got to understand who, you, who, do, who your audience is and who your ideal client is. Well, let's keep it okay. high-end high end residential. Let's go high-end residential. All right, so um, let's then talk tactics then. So if I know that I've got a high-end residential client that I'm looking for, I also should have a good idea of where they live, what they do, what motivates them, et cetera, et cetera. Is that your chair squeaking? <laughs> it wa- it wasn't my bottom. <laughs> it was the chair creaking. Right. So start off with a phone call. So um, we have what's called a lead sheet, which is, you know, um, I'm a big fan of paper. 
I'm a I'm a paper based person, so it doesn't matter whether it's paper based on a computer, whether you're typing it out, whatever it might be. But a lead sheet is basically a series of questions that we go through on the telephone, like a prompt sheet, to make sure that we're asking all of the right questions. Because after all, if you don't ask the right questions, you're not going to get the right answers, are you? So, um, what we generally do is start off with all the names, their addresses, the telephone details. Whilst they're telling me their address, what I'm also doing is making a mental note of where they are located and also finding out things like, I might actually just type it into Google just to see the, the style of the house, the age of the house, the type of the... Zoopla. The Zoopla. We go Zoopla. Um, so I'll be looking at all that information to start off with. And what really spooks people out sometimes is the next bit, because then what we do is then we say, you know, is it a supply only? Is it supply and install? We go into things like who lives at the house? How old, how old is the house? And because in general, most houses nowadays are found on online. If you're at your computer, which is very, very, this is a very different experience, obviously, if you're you're out in your van and you can't bring up Zoopla at the same time, you know, so. But you can ask good questions from your van. And you can go back to somebody, of course. Um, but I like being able to get the details up in the house and then the, the customer saying um, it is a 1930, it's a 1930s semi. Um, we're looking at the dining room and the um, the dining room, the kitchen and the living room. We're taking a wall out here. And you can actually say, oh, is this the one that's got carpets in or is this still got tiles in? And they're like, oh, OK, so we're showing an interest right from the very start, aren't we? So take all of those questions down. That's the that's the first thing that we do to pre-qualify people. Okay, so we've got a whole bank of information there as well. Um, the next stage of that is, depending on the answers to those questions, we then go through a series of fact-finding missions with regards to budget and what their expectations are of that. Okay, the best ones you say. What? What? The worst question you can normally ask is, "What's the budget?" Because the they'll just lie to you. Yeah. Um, well, they so, say, I don't know. I haven't got a budget. Well, is, is 25000 enough for your kitchen? Yeah. Well, I don't want to spend that. Well, yeah. so clearly you have got a budget then. And sometimes um, you have to be a little bit more ballsy with that as well because, you know, if you if you can see from a set of plans or you can see online that this is like a 50 square metre room. I, this actually happened to me not so long ago. 50 square metres and, um, oh, I haven't got a budget. Okay, so if I gave you an ins- um, you know a starting price of, you know, 6500 for a laminate installation, or if it was ten thousand for Six the drink. grand for laminate. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just throwing numbers there. This isn't accurate, obviously. Um, and then we've got a starting price of ten thousand for a supplying fit of wood. Um, is that where, where you're? That's where you're expecting. Um, are you looking at your watch? <laughs> your expectations. No. I'm like, am I, am I boring you? Here? No, it's a message that has come through to my uh, digital device. Sorry. You'll be uh, yawning I'm, not, at me I'm next. not yawning. No, <laughs> keep, keep it rolling. Keep it rolling. Expectations of pricing. Um, you can then say, "Is this um, is this what you're expecting?" And they go, "No, it was only half of that." Well, therefore, you had a budget, didn't you? So, so that would be a better way of asking mm. someone a budget is you preempting the um, price of the job. Again, you can't. You're not Mystic Meg, yeah. so you've got to give ballparks and be very clear and precise that you don't know the fact yet, or you know only some of the facts before you've meshed it. Mm. But you could say oh, it's going to be between 1,000 and 1,500 from what you've told me, yeah. but it might be different. Yeah. Is that what you're expecting? No, I was only expecting 300 quid. Well, yeah. okay, so it's not going to be 300 quid. No. So from what you've told me, so that would be a good way of getting the, mm. the pre-qualifying or mm-hmm. disqualifying. Yeah. Um, yeah, exactly yeah, that. Exactly. Um, so that's, I mean, you've got, to, you've got to get some expectation of that because... Um, you know, it takes a lot of time. It takes a lot of effort to book in a home, a home survey, to go out there, to spec a job, to do all of that, to then write it up, to then do a quote, etc. And, you know, it's time three, is money. Three, three to four hours sometimes. It yeah. is. Yeah. Um, jobs out the area mm. um, that take longer than 30 minutes from base mm. to house. Yeah. Any tactics with that? Yeah, I, so I know what it's going to be. Number, so that's number. So that's number three. There's a number of different things here. So, if I have to travel more than thirty minutes in either direction, there is a there is a standard fee of fifty pound that you have to pay, which is a home consultation fee. 
um, that is then credited back against any work or orders that they therefore place afterwards because we also need to have some level of certainty that these aren't just individuals. I mean, it's okay to get comparative quotes, don't get me wrong, and, you know, I'm one of those that's absolutely fine doing that. But certainly if you're going to be travelling some fair distance, um, then some form of commitment is there Um but it also means that you know that these individuals are going to be, um, well, these clients are going to be um, that are serious about their intentions as well. So, but, but there is one caveat with that. Mm. I discovering from experience um, to not take the fifty quid, yeah. um, like say long distance charge, mm. if you haven't given a ballpark figure because yes. you don't want to go out and say, oh, this is going to be ten grand, and they thought it was going to be five. Yeah. So at least yeah. if you can get approximate room measurements, approximate job details, even if they just say, I want a cream carpet, well, a cream carpet supplied and fitted is going to be 380 quid. Mm. Um, oh, well, I only wanted to pay 100. Well, obviously the expectation is not met. Um, but again, you've got to leave it. I'm going to consider the subfloor. But this could be, it's going to be 380 quid, but you may have quite a bit of subfloor prep, but I yeah. can't see that over the phone. I'm not magic. You're not asking these retail people yeah. to do a survey for you. Yeah. But it's, again, a trained professional should be able to know mm-hmm. a ballpark of where it's going to fall, where laminate's going to be this, wood's going to be this, LVT's going to be this, and a cream carpet's going to be that. You know, you yeah. should be able to get some sort of figure. You're not miles out. Um, and if you are not sure, you haven't asked enough questions. That's the... That's exactly the, that. You've got, yeah. to, you've got to have some level of certainty to be able to answer, you know, to give that information in the first place. Sometimes, I mean, on average, I would say that that first initial contact point of over the telephone, I could be on that phone call. If it's if it's the right customer and we've done the right pre-qualification, I could be on there for 15, 20 minutes getting all of that information before I would I say that's a recommendation. When, when someone rings mm-hmm. through to your line yeah. or comes into your shop, before you even show them anything, yeah. before you point anything out in either in the shop or book an appointment or book to go and see them, I think 15 minutes is about right. You know, you should be able to have a chat with that person, build rapport, which is a, it is a sales technique, but it's also showing that you're a human. Mm. Um, I think 15 minutes is the right amount of time because I'd rather spend 15 minutes with 20 clients and only service 10 of them than three minutes on the call and service 20 that you only get eight, eight of the... Exactly that. Yeah. I would never, ever just take someone's name, number... And I'll come and see you next I'll week. I'll come and see you next week. Absolutely not. In this day and age, it's a waste of time. No. So, no. Time is money. Time is precious. And we haven't got unlimited resources. To, but also, to I think, uh, from a sales point of view, if you were to ring someone else for a job and they went, yeah, I'll just come and see you next week, see you later, bye. Mm. You're like, oh, well, I wanted to know some more information. But if that person took time, attention, time to chat, again, don't be on the phone with them all day, but asking some really good questions about the job, and taking an interest of what the job is. Um, and also, if the job's not for you, being honest with them and saying, look, <laughs> you, say you, you're two hours from me. This isn't a good fit. Mm-hmm. Um, I will come two hours to you, but you know, there's a 200 quid charge. Yeah. So you're probably going to be able to find someone locally. If you can't, I'm more than happy to come, but that's the way I've got to do my business. It's, mm-hmm. And don't be flexible on that. Oh, well, I'm not paying the 50 quid charge. Talk about the 50 quid charge. Um, insurance quotes. Oh, the yeah. word insurance Mm. Um, it's you... funny actually because quite often I think people are getting um, used to this now um, that they won't necessarily mention insurance straight away and it's usually 15 to 20 minutes into that conversation that they say oh well, the leak happened two months ago and at that point is it an insurance claim? is this an insurance quote? yes it is I, they, they've asked me to get three three quotes okay so there's different ways of being able to do that again <laughs> The complexity of insurance courting is 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 exactly that. It's more complex than a standard because generally speaking, you're having to do a minimum of two different courts. One which would be like for like comparison of what's already being down there at the moment. Then you have to usually communicate with the loss adjusters or the insurance company directly because they'll have a lot of million million questions um, and also provide justification for certain things that you're going to do. So that's also time. 
In addition to that, quite often the homeowner won't want what they had previously, in which case they want a secondary quote to either pay the difference and in, increase the, the time of upgrade. an upgrade, or sometimes they do a downgrade as well, you know, so it, it just depends. And some of them don't fix the problem at all and keep it going all the day. There you go. Yeah, so there is a, there is a level of um, complexity there. And so standard charge for, for us is not 50 quid, it's actually 100 pound. And I, I heard you say that earlier. Um, insurance quote, yeah. and I only charge, I charge 100 pound. You're um, 100 quid. I am 100 quid for Bloody insurance yeah. quote. Yeah. Um, irrespective and if they go ahead with it with how much I pay attention the only the only only deviation from that and and the reason why Yori has probably picked up on it was because two weeks ago we did have an insurance quote which is a fire damage one but I only charged him 50 quid because he lived around the corner from our house so um, so there is an element of flexibility with that but I do know that they command a little bit more work so absolutely yeah I do Um, in the most part insurance companies should realise that they need to but they also, do you know what I don't? I find really frustrating from insurance perspective is that sometimes the loss adjusters and the QS and whoever's involved. Oh, yeah. I'll give you thirty-three pound a meter for that. So it's like out what? of touch with the pricing on products and installation methods and how you cannot compare. It's not like comparing apples for apples. No. It really isn't. So even if someone gets you, you know, three three quarts. Jimmy down the street might be floating a new floor for you. We might be doing it the right way. It's Tony, not Jimmy. Jimmy. (laughs) (laughs) Tony. Um, So Tony's down the street doing it one way. Jimmy's down the street doing the other, and we're doing it another way. So, again, they can't compare it. So it's not a comparison. Um, So that's a bit frustrating. Pre-qualify, pre-qualify, pre-qualify. In a, with integrity, Mm. thoroughly, Mm-hmm. save your time, spend more time yeah. with your family mm-hmm. rather than running around the countryside at eight o'clock at night, yes. measuring jobs that you're not going to get. Mm-hmm. Say more, say no more often. Mm-hmm. Um, don't be scared to ring people back. Um, right. I'm right in the middle of a job. I'm going to take all your details now, but let me take that away. And when I'm in the office tomorrow morning, I'll give you a call back. Is that okay? It's 10 o'clock. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know, some people like, Oh, I'll just take the deals and I'll just go and see them. It's like, well, that's three hours. If you times that by the amount of times you do it over the year, it's a lot of money. Um, so, so we've asked the right questions. We've pre-qualified. We've charged fifty quid if needed, or hundred quid, or whatever mm. the, the things. Um, then you again. So that can be in a shop environment as well. You've took all the details. Then an estimator or business owner mm-hmm. needs to go out to the house. Mm-hmm. So what we we've done mine, um, but what tactics? Do you use Mrs. C? Bear in mind you've pre-qualified this customer and already got a bit of rapport. Mm. How do you you hold yourself in a first meeting? How does that work for you? Mm. Um, so there's a couple of things that I do. Like from a personal note, I always try and get myself into the mi- right mindset first because um, ice bath. <laughs> it's not an ice bath. No. <laughs> <laughs> no um, Generally for me, what that involves is actually having a bit of peace and quiet on the way to a measure, understand, looking at my lead sheet prior to, so I fully understand it, make sure that I've got all the relevant product there. I also make sure that I've... Um, reread your lead sheet as well. I've reread it. I've reread it at the time. Um, I know who I'm going to see. I've made sure I know roughly where I'm going in case Google Maps decides to take me somewhere that it shouldn't. Um, and, and just... Uh, just thought of another thing. What? I'm going to interrupt you. Sorry, Miss. We've 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 missed a slight sort of tactic that would be really good. If the measure is the next week, mm. something like that, ring yeah. the client thirty minutes before you're going to set off and just say, "Hi, Mrs. Jones. Just to let you know I'm going to set off in thirty minutes. Is that okay? Because that also, yeah, they don't forget. So sorry, that wasn't let's, the question let's I asked. Go, but let's go. Well, let's even go further back from that because once you've booked your appointment to go out for the site survey after pre-qualification. We actually send an email to say, this is this is when you booked, here's your whole consultation, we'll arrive between this time and this time on this date, any issues, give me a call. We also then actually give them a call 24 hours before to remind them. Yeah, but if a fit, then, account, fit account be bothered or organisation, I, I, I think it's always worth ringing them. Uh, I did not, yeah. I had one recently with that, didn't I? I was fuming, absolutely fuming. I drove to the other side of the bloody county to go to this woman's house who'd already cancelled me once I rang her in the morning before I went to my other appointment and she said yep no problem I'll see you at 11 
said, all right, no problem. I pulled up at her house at 11 o'clock and she said, oh, I'm not going to get back in time. <laughs> Absolutely fuming. Um, but anyway, that's another story, isn't it? So, um, so right yeah. mindset. We're going in the right mindset. Right mindset. We? Okay. Um, wearing appropriate clothes as well. That's probably another They don't thing. Set, cut, turn up in your bikini. <laughs> is, that, is that not you? No. Flashing your tits, not a good thing. No. <laughs> So yeah, a uniform is, is helpful. Um, it is. Well, some form of uniform, just, you know, getting in the right mindset. So for me, going back to this, because you're now distracting me, um, a little bit of little bit of quiet time. Um, and actually, before I go, make sure I listen to um, some nice music as well. Funny you say that. I used to do that all the time when what I was music? out. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, if you can change your state on the way there, yeah. put some decent music on, mm-hmm. um, which is it's quite an interesting tactic. So, yeah. again, it makes you alert. Um, what, what was, um, out of interest, what was your um, what was your song that you um, used to listen to? What, what song oh, did you, you used to listen to? Have you seen my Apple Music? It's got everything from <laughs> Happy Hardcore to Frank Sinatra on it. Yeah, I know, but um, was there a go-to song that you had that just, like, switches your state straight away? No. It depends on what mood I'm in. Sometimes, as I said... Sometimes I'll be belting happy hardcore MC stomping. Um and sometimes I'll have top top gun soundtrack or something um untoward. Sometimes uh, you know hard house. Uh, it's complete. Yeah, the, it depends on where I am with it. Sometimes I listen to a podcast just to like and I'll be interested in that. That isn't really changing my state, but it's keeping me focused. But music wise, yeah, if it you will use my music choices. You some are questionable. Mm-hmm. Um, what, what's what's mine's, yours? Um, uh, mine's Mr. Brightside by The Killers. Are you going to say something else? I'm like Mr. <laughs> Tumble or something? <laughs> no, um, I'll put that on. I'll be like, right, I'm ready to go. About like the, this girl is on fire. This I do like, girl is I do on. I like that one, <laughs> but that's just a bit um, cringe, isn't it? Right. But so, um, yeah, so listen to listen to some music. Just get yourself in the right frame of mind first. Um, so we've read the information. We've got ourselves in the right yep. mindset. Mm. We sort of took a breath before we're going. Yeah. Um, and then you kind of already spoke to this person. Yes. What are you doing? Uh, we're gonna. We don't need to know your tape measure skills and showing people products. I've got but ones you. <laughs> oh, yeah. Eight. My tape measure skills are absolutely unbelievable. They're just not utilised anymore. Um, what tactics are you using in the house to build rapport? High level jobs. What what what's worked for you recently? Recently, well, 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 recent, well I, I trained you. <laughs> hey. Um, yeah. So the first thing is is really get get to the point of being um, find that connection straight away in the house is a bit different. Um, so um, if they've got if they've got a dog, we actually call it a six E's pitch, don't we? Yeah. So I'm. I, no, I don't need to go. I don't need to go into that in too much detail. But um, the first thing is get emotion. Is is emotion. The six. Um, the first part of that six E's is emotion. Um, so find some form of connection with that individual. And if you can't, the weather always the works. The weather for, always works. Or yeah. traffic. <laughs> traffic was really bad. Yeah. Um, but no, something like you know, use your eyes. Dogs, kids, um, dogs, cars. Kids, yeah, any of the view. Like that. Smell is even another one. I walked into someone's house. That's like, no, not bad smells. Mind Stinks you. in here. Stinks in here. No. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Hang on. Let me get my hazmat. No, that doesn't work. <laughs> that being said, I did have one like that before. Um, what, you told them my house stinks? <laughs> no. Oh, honestly, I've never, ever been so um, disgusted in all my life. But that's a story for a different the, the, day. This job isn't for me, house stinks. Is that what you told him? Did you pre-qualify the house did, for stinking? No, I did. You pre- did? No, 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 no. <laughs> I did pre-qualify this house. Um, Is that one of the questions you asked them on the phone? Does your house stink? It had dog shit all up the walls. Be of yourself. It did. It looked like the dog had been wiping its ass on the walls. Might have been the owner. No, oh, don't say stuff like that. Grime. So it wasn't a job for you. Did you get the job? We did. Yeah, we did the job. Oh wow. Yeah, yeah. Um, did they clean the walls? <laughs> um, you'll have to ask the fitters um, about that because that was an interesting job. But yeah, we had to be extremely careful about what we touched. And yeah. what we did. Obviously, compliment. Sorry, you could com- compliment the house. You've got a beautiful house, but don't tell them if it's the shit and it smells. No. So when I'm um, when I'm referring to smell, so I went into someone's house last week and said, and it smelled of like the most beautiful curry, and so I went, oh, 
have you had, um, have you been making a curry? Yes, I have. It's a homemade one. Oh, do you like cooking? Yes, I do. And so we go into this whole thing. And um, I had one, uh, I had another one as well where I actually came out with um, two yellow co- yellow courgettes, didn't I? <laughs> because the lady had been um, making, I think, a vegetable soup, home, homegrown vegetable soup. Did you get that job? I did get that job. Did you cook them? We didn't, I think they went in the bin, didn't No. I ate them. Did you eat them? Oh. I ate them. However... You wouldn't think we lived in the same house. <laughs> no, but the person who got in the car after me was like, why are there two yellow courgettes in your centre console? <laughs> so... <laughs> Which was just weird. Um, but yeah, anything like that so, is, is awesome. So find common ground as yeah. soon as you get in the house. Yeah. Beforehand. And then, mm. then what do you do from there? But... You've asked so, questions. We're asking um, more questions. Or more questions. We're asking more questions like, at this. And what questions are you asking? We're reclarifying the information that has been provided. Um, are we make, are we doing this room? You know, what is this? What's that? We're asking we're asking them a lot more questions. Just keep referring back to the information that we've already already taken, basically. So we're asking questions and skirting boards, doorbells. Yeah. And we're listening. When's your kitchen getting fit? Who's building the extension? Correct. Yeah. All of these. Things. When's the roof going in the extension? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Et and then using your listening skills. I yeah. thought a really interesting one when I did the um, did some upselling training with a retailer recently, mm-hmm. um, and asking a client how long are they going to keep the house for? Is this for your forever house? I ask that every time. Have you just found that? No, this, but this was to do with carpet underlay. Ah, oh, right, okay. So, it's, <laughs> uh. so, it's, so, it's, so bear with me. So, yeah, it was asking, you know, is this your forever house? So is it worth going to that higher level of the best underlay you can buy under your carpet, mm. which in your forever house we would recommend? Mm. Or if it's just a quick fix, the carpet looks all right and you, you'll probably come in three or four years. So, yeah, it was how to add them. And again, um, premier trims um or just standard trims and things like that but just by asking the right questions not saying you need to have this it's asking the question to upsell um that also works the other way to downsell as well so if you had some initial um price objections previously you could use some of those tactics to actually downsell them as well and say well my previous guide pricing was based on these products however i'm going to actually um downsell by using these type of products. So yeah. what about these as options? It gives you options, doesn't it? So um, upselling, downselling, but that's a whole, again, that's a whole other other topic, isn't it? So um, once I've done that, what we're going to do is we're going to educate them, okay. right? So we're going to educate them about how you do things, what the products are, blah, blah, blah. We're going to educate, educate, educate. Um, we're then going to explain and we're going to tell them how we're going to get the result that they're, that they're after. Um, and uh, the, what, on that one... Um, Drives me around the bend where um, estimators or, or f- flooring experts come with an unsense of, that's not a word, uh, a sense of uncertainty oh. when recommending installation methods. So, for instance, like <laughs> wood floors, yeah. we all know they can be floored. We all know they can be stuck down. Mm. Um there's some, you know, I wouldn't have a floor floor to given um, unless it was in the bedroom. Which would you prefer, Mrs. Yeah, Smith? which one would you prefer? This is cheaper, this is more expensive. And I actually disagree with that. And mm-hmm. some people I know you're talking shit. Well, it's my opinion, so. Um, but my opinion is this is the best way to do this installation. But I point the obvious out and say, look, this could be floated on underlay and these are the pros. The pros are it's a little bit cheaper, but to get the best caliber work and to get the best finish under foot and sound and you you know even durability wouldn't come apart uh, there's so many things um this is the way we would do it and we wouldn't do it any other way you you know we could supply the product with the underlay and you can get someone else to do it that's totally cool um, but this is the way we do it but you know for god's sake don't give an option i could do it this way and i could you're the flooring expert mm. and actually if it if you that um confidence but also you don't know tony down the street um if tony comes and says oh you want to float this it's the only way to do it it will make them question well hang on these guys want to do it properly and tony's yeah tony's 400 quid cheaper but um there's a reason Mm -hmm. so certainty and confidence when recommending installation methods you know i'm not a carpet fitter but you see these these lads uh, double gripping and spray gluing or, or whatever the uh, taping uh, joints and- taping joints of underlay and stuff like that rather than just hoying it down 
I've never fit a carpet in my life and I don't intend to. But there's certain things you can do with a carpet installation to make it world class. Mm. And there's some that you can do just to throw it down. So I think saying, look, this is the way I would do this bedroom carpet with double gripper or, or whatever it is, uh, whatever the technical term is, um, I think that can win you the job, hands down. Okay. You don't need to be blowing your own trumpet, you know, but it's it's more, this is how I do jobs. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd rather walk away from it and do it properly than not do it all. So it's- yeah, but also this is the reason why I take two days and the other person may say one day. Whatever it might be, but pointing it out sometimes. Pointing it out, it's educating them, explaining the explaining the process. So you know you don't want to be leaving that house with any questions unturned. You want absolute confidence and clarity because that is all that a selling process is. It's providing somebody else with confidence and clarity about a product or a service that they then want to part money with in exchange money for service. That's all it is. Um. So you've just got to get them to that point. So we've asked loads of questions. Mm. We've told them what we're going to do in layman's terms, basic details. We've explained how they're going to get the result they asked Mm for. Um, Let's say we want this job. Mm -hmm. What other tactics can we do before we leave the house to, I'm not going to say secure the work, but give you a fighting chance that you'll get the job? Well, you're also going to explain what happens next. Yeah. What what happens next? What happens next is that um, within the next 24 hours, I'm going to put together to you a written quotation, which is then going to come out and it's going to land on your doorstep. That is how we do it. Um, What if they can't get the quote done for a week or they're flat out? If they can't do that, then you've still got to explain when that person is going to get that quote. So there's no, I'll try and get it to you at some point in the next couple of weeks. That's not good. Try. Try, maybe. Could be. Could be. Might do. Might. <laughs> I might be able to get it done. No, just give them some so, level of certainty. So if it Give is, them a promise. Yeah, give them a promise. If it is going to be like 10 days time before you can get onto it, tell them it's going to be 10 days time because there's nothing worse than having to chase somebody for a quote. And I think that's, um, again, part of some of our sales training is mm-hmm. at the end of the conversation, using the words, so what happens next is I will send you a quote before next Friday, that will come by a post. But what I will do, when it is on its way, I'll send you a text that I've sent it because sometimes post gets lost or if you send it on email, email goes into spam. So give them a certain promise um, that, that... Is there anything else that you can do before you leave the house, before the promise that we can do? Done it all, haven't I? What about offering to take them to someone else's house? Oh, yeah, sorry. Of course. Come on. I was going to say. No, we always give examples. Yeah. Examples of... That can be on your phone, iPad. Sorry, I completely skipped a step there of um, examples. But um, show them something that is similar to what you've just explained to them in layman's terms. Of a job you've done recently. And actually, this actually brings into into account our, our, our sponsors. Because if you can give them some form of visualization and clarity over what something is going to look like in the home, that's usually winner, winner, chicken dinner, isn't it? I tell you what's next for um, retail market, and mm. we haven't done it yet. But well, I have, but we haven't utilized it as much. <laughs> we have, yeah. So what you can do is take a photograph of the room that you've just measured up, or multiple rooms. And you put it into RoomVo's software, which some manufacturers, or quite a lot of manufacturers in the UK already use that software. And then put a similar photograph of the, um, sorry, photograph. Take a photograph of the room that you're going to install the floor and then a similar product or the actual product into the RoomVo software. Mm. And it shows you the room with you and the dog stood there with the actual floor down. And that... But then the the key thing is, yes, you could show them that in the house, which is like, wow, this is witchcraft. But an interesting one for me is don't show them while you're there and submit it with the quotation. So you send a quotation on an email or pigeon post, and then you submit the picture of the actual room with the actual floor. I mean, that's like selling the dream with a picture of the dream. And then we go a step further than that. So if, for example... On on retail jobs that are going to be over um, over five thousand, 
I would always recommend that you give some form of um, referral to somebody else's property, whether it's even just making a statement, I've just done one like this up the road, two doors down, whatever. Um, and what I could do is reach out to the other clients and see if it'd be possible for you just to pop in and have a look at the, the standard of the work and the look, look at the product, et cetera, et cetera. Um, I would say 90% of the time, people don't take you up on that offer, but it's just giving them that additional um, kind of social proof, isn't it? Um, in addition to that, I would generally say that anything over 10,000, which is a big chunk, you make you make those arrangements anyway. Well, you um, you, you offer can. the arrangement, you, offer you don't just make it. Yeah. But I, I would say I would say that most on jobs of that size, I would say I would they're the ones that are, are more likely but, to take you upon it as well. So but you most can't jobs bullshit, are. can you? You've got to if you have got a job like that that's just down the street, then most jobs that you've over. they've paid you more than ten grand, mm. exclude maybe commercials, but like resi stuff because we're doing resi mm. stuff here. Um, would maybe not want to see it, but you should have a good working relationship with them. So you should, if you've done a good job on a 10 grand resi job, mm-hmm. that you should be able to pick the phone back up and go, hey, Mrs. Smith, mm-hmm. do you remember we did your floor six months ago? And they'll be like, oh, how are you doing? Um, well, I've got another client that's struggling with the decision. Can I show them the house? Mm-hmm. So examples, promise. Mm-hmm. And then the final bit for me is the follow-up because it's a, it's a three-step process, the follow-up. So by using the word, what happens next, then it's like, this is when the quote's going to come. This is how you book the work. That's quite an interesting one. This is how that works. And then I will follow up with you in seven days or or whatever it is, you know, from when the quote comes, I always follow up to check if you've got any questions. And it's really quite a, a, a blocker for some people like, well, what do I say when I ring up? Well, the best thing to say is Hello. that yeah, there's two two ways of doing it. One is it's really funny. You can just ring, "Hi, it's Tom from the Flooring Company. How are you?" And, and pause. <laughs> and then you know they're like, if they just answer, "I'm fine," well then you're not good. But no, normally they would like, oh, "Oh, how are you doing?" And then they'll give you an explanation why they've not responded to the quote. If they do just say, "I'm fine," say, "I sent you the quote a week ago." I'm just wondering, have you got any questions? Pause. That's, That's it. it. That's yeah. it. Don't ring and go, do you want to give us the job, mate? No. Do right. you know what? And it's one of the biggest, it's one of the things that we've found since working with other people that people are leaving an absolute fortune on the table. And, and we always say that to people. The fortune is in the follow-up. For fuck's sake, follow-up, <laughs> right? Because You're leaving money on the table. You're leaving money on the table because do you know what? If you don't follow up, that person may have just forgotten about it or it might have gone off to something else or we're all busy, whatever it might be. But then, do you know what? It also shows that you give a shit, right? But I understand why people have this blocker as well because people will often say to me, if they want the job done, don't ask me. Yeah, that's, oh, but, a, that's a great one. Or if they want yeah, the job done, they'll ring me. Yeah, but what happens if they didn't get the quote in the first place? What happens if they... Um, you know, you've written your telephone number down wrong or something, or they've tried already and they didn't, and you haven't got a voicemail on your answer phone to say that you were the person you are, so they weren't but, sure whether to leave a voicemail. So many different factors. And if you didn't it's ask the you. right questions, um, if they've had someone else to price the job who asked more questions or gave a bit more detail, mm-hmm. they may have liked you more, but the other person added more value as such. But if you ring them up and say, have you got any questions? They're like, actually, yeah, I've got three questions. You know, do you do this product? Because Tony down the streets recommended it. Jimmy. Yeah, Jimmy. Jimmy's done it. Um, and yes, I do do that product. So again, they might have gone with Tony because you, they didn't know that you did that and that wasn't part of the discussion. Mm-hmm. People change their mind when they see other things. So again, you may need to go back out. Um, talking about this, talking about this, um, I gave this example on the V4 sales training, mm. which is a job in Darlington where you dropped me in to do a site measure. Um, and I haven't done one for years, but I thought I'll give it a bash. And so... I uh, hope you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Mrs. C. Um, well, I think right. you today. Oh, yes. So pre-qualification, dark, dark coloured herringbone. Really nice area of Darlington. Um, yeah, 
perfect job on paper. Full ground floor of a house. Mm. It's going to be a decent money, decent, at least a week's work. Sounded great on paper. So went out with the right samples, right preparation, put the Top Gun theme tune on, <laughs> the whole the whole shibaz. Um, the measure went great. Um, Shorten Products came up with a... Uh, quite an expensive floor, but nothing dramatic, um, nothing out of the ordinary. And I think off off the top of my head, it was thirteen grand. Twelve and uh, a half. So you were close. Mm-hmm. Well, just let's just call it thirteen. <laughs> um, and I was certain we've got that one. It's yeah. absolutely. Anywho, give them the promise, and uh, said right, Mrs. C will give you a call. Um, this is how this is the next way to proceed, etc. And that process was followed mm-hmm. um, either by you or, or one of the team. I can't remember. Can't remember if it was you or someone else. But anyway, yeah, yeah. anyway, followed up. And have you got any questions? And the man said, "Yes. Can you do anything on the price?" Your response was, "No. <laughs> Goodbye. No. That's not <laughs> no, what you said. No, no I can't. Uh, we always give the best price. Um, and why? Why do you ask that?" Again, we followed it with a question. Um, well, we love absolutely everything you do. We're in love with the product. It's exactly what we're looking for, but we've got nine grand. Mm. Right, okay, so you've you've gone looking for a Bentley and you've got enough for a Merc. Okay, fine. So that, you had another chat, you, you asked a few more questions, and in the end, you took the decision, can I come out and show you some other options? Mm-hmm. And so that's what you did. You drove out, mm. took some samples, took the same sample I'd yep. agreed on for the for yep. the thirteen grand, and and then you kind of like still was still scratching your head, thinking right. Well, I've given you an option for six grand. I've given you an option for ten, mm-hmm. etc. Um, and they didn't really give you any feedback, but you did. You know, you did that again. You said, okay, I'll I'll leave it with you. I'll requote on all these options. I'll put it in writing to you. I'll follow up with you in a week. Mm-hmm. Two days later, Mrs. So and so rang up. Hi, Sarah, please can we book the working? Absolutely no problem. Which one would you like booking? The first one, the, the one. We've we've pulled some mm-hmm. funds from here, there, and everywhere, and we've decided to go for our dream floor. Yeah. If we hadn't followed that up, someone else would have done that job. Yeah. Hands down, mm-hmm. non negotiable. But they went round, they did the, the laps around all the shops, they did that, and they wanted that product. Mm-hmm. It's not our responsibility to know what. They wanted to spend, what? sorry, not what they wanted to spend, make an assumption of what they wanted to spend or whatever, yeah. And I think they were good, honest people, did the job, got paid, over the moon, got referred from it, etc. Yeah. Just mm-hmm. by not leaving the cash on the table. Correct. Yeah, just following that process. Follow the process. Follow the process. Don't leave money on the table. Yeah, for fuck's sake, follow up. That is yeah. the impossible. Don't forget, if you want more information about Roomvore, visit their website, getroomvo.com. That's get.roomvo.com. Yes. Well, hopefully that was valuable. It's great to have Roomvo back as our main sponsor. And for anyone that doesn't know, uh, Roomvo is probably the the global global, um, (laughs) room visualisation tune. And they're actually next to us at the Harrogate Show. So I was going to ask uh, Mrs. C, what happens next? Uh, well, what happens next is Harrogate Show. Yeah. Uh, so we have two stands at the Harrogate Show. So anyone that's coming in Harrogate, uh, we have free Google Ads training every month until November. So anyone wants to learn about Google Ads, we have that training for free. And then it's nearly full um, from Christmas. But do you want to explain private mastermind sessions here in the new train session center how does that work but we've also got two other things as well we've got flooring freedom in october flooring freedom in november which actually we're doing a bit of a trial run on aren't we so the november one is actually a friday saturday yeah it is so anyone that's traveling further afield, we go to the pub on the saturday we can, we can finish pub. and then we go to the go pub. pub on the saturday night so anyone wants to come to the pub in november we're also <laughs> running a two-day course but if you just fancy coming to the pub mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, Flowing Freedom October, Flowing Freedom, um, which is our two-day residential course. Yeah. Um, but yeah, masterminds—they're becoming. Um, we've got a stripper coming next week. It's <laughs> 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 nearly full. So have we launched it. It's now nearly full. Well, I know. I have no idea actually because um, these these slots started being 
sold per se from the 24th of August onwards. So it's they are not, free, but they are free. But well, I'll tell you a bit more about them. So we um, we're offering um, half half a day, Tom and I. Or just Tom, or just me, or John, or, or John, if there's or anyone, Dave. or Dave, if there's anyone part of the team, if there's a specific problem, you can't say that word. That's why you've asked me to say it, isn't it? Specific, say it. Nope. <laughs> say it. No. Nope. Pacific. <laughs> That's an ocean. <laughs> no, I've just said it. Specific, right? If there is a specific issue, or you're stuck in a rut with a particular problem, or you just want some clarity, or you want um, some information. one element of your business that you're currently struggling with. So if that's cash flow, pricing jobs, marketing, mindset, um, any element excluding the thing, because I'm not going to help you with that. No. Um, you won't want it either. <laughs> to be hey, fair. hey, only joking. Um, yeah, you come and get to spend that's, half a day. I'm a bit rusty them. though. But yeah. So. Um, half so a day half to a day come. Slot. To, to, so they're either ten, ten till ten till two, or one till five. Half day here in Darlington. We feed you, we water you. you, we give you all the advice. We literally and it's just free. Mastermind it out. It is free. However, oh, yeah. however, we do ask for a one hundred plus a hundred pound plus VAT deposit for these spaces because they are so popular. I think I've only got three left between now and Christmas. Wow. Um, and then as soon as you turn up. We, it gets refunded. So okay. it is free, but we yeah. cannot yeah. sacrifice dates in the diary yeah. for at least two of us and then someone just not turn up because their goldfish auntie's dogs died or, or whatever. Mm. It's critical that you either turn up or you lose. If you, once you turn up, we've mm. got a refund button on the stripe and it just refunds it instantly. It um, so just come and, come and bring your problems to Agony Ants in Darlington. <laughs> so looking forward to Andrews next week. Um Flowing freedom. And then lastly, KHR. Learn to sand a floor. You'll be thankfully knowing, even though I can sand a floor, and I do have expertise in that, um, I'm not teaching the uh, that mm-hmm. element of the course. So KHR are running a floor sanding course up here. Um, yes, we are involved. Yes, there will be some tuition from Cochrane & Co., uh, predominantly KHR coming all the way from Southampton to deliver this so that's yep. that's great and we're going to roll that out next year as well so if you're in the business for learning if you're a beginner and you want to learn more about sanding floors mm-hmm. or creating an arm to your business to sand floors or know anyone that does um, when, when's that? November? Well I was going to ask you that because we only did it, it's in know, November. It's, it's in November. If you, it's if, going to be, um, we'll, we'll launch it out there because I'm sure, did we not put it on um, our Instagram the other day? We've got it. We've if you want to know, it. message us. Um, so. One thing I uh, wanted to touch on though, because I think it's really important, and this is something that we're going to actually be touching on at um, the the Florence show, is just about this podcast because what we'd really like to do, because we, we're increasing in our listenership and stuff at the moment. Thank you, by the way. Thank you. Um, Don't forget to hit the subscribe button. This is what I'm asking people to do. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. It would mean the absolute world to us if you could hit the subscribe button and if you could rate the show. Obviously, five out of five is really important to us as well. Um, Leave some comments, leave some feedback for us. Um, We would really, really appreciate that. It really means a lot to us to be able to do that. And by doing that, we get to sit, we get to impart our knowledge and entertain the masses of this amazing industry. To get our sense of humor. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I would hope so. And we get better guests. We do. We get better guests. I mean, we're we're sounding a bit like Stephen Bartlett now, aren't we? We get better guests. He's got not much on us. I don't know. No, he hasn't. So, Um, yeah, we're going to. We, we, really we are committed to do this every single week, bring the best guests we can from everywhere. So if you if you listen to this podcast and you're being in the background, come on and have a chat. If there's anyone you want us to approach, any of the major manufacturers, anyone that you want to get on here, and it can, come, can be as controversial as you want. So if there's a manufacturer that's let you down and you want me to try and tackle them and get them in a headlock, mm-hmm. I will do that live on the podcast. Um positive you know if there's a manufacturer that's looked after you for years and you think there'll be a fantastic addition to the podcast let us know we don't we don't we're asking for your help um but you are the oxygen to the show and we can only keep doing it if the listenership keep keeps going in one direction so share it with your friends review it give us share it 
five stars. That's what we need. So, and, we're begging. you know, we are begging. No, we're not. Um, obviously, you can listen to the podcast on Spotify, Apple, through our website. What What is it through the website? So, the UK Flying Podcast.co.uk. UK. No, I, I know the address. Is it like, does it get hosted on the website? Yeah, through, is it through it's Apple? Through, it's through our podcasting system. Yeah. The best way to do it is through Apple Podcasts awesome. and um, Spotify. They are the best channels you can subscribe to. Mm-hmm. So enough about subscribing. Um, are we done, Mr. C? Is that is that a, a, a good enough podcast for <laughs> August? Yeah. I would think so. Um, but even with that, if people have got ideas of anything they would like us to talk about. Yes. If you'd like us to cover a subject or get someone else to cover a subject or anything, we want to know because we will do it. We will do what we can to put on the best entertainment we can. Mm-hmm. Do you know what would be really entertaining? <laughs> and you know what? I'm worried about this. I saw you in yesterday. <laughs> right, we're gonna end the podcast. <laughs> we are gonna end the podcast because I don't want to talk about um, gingham pants. <laughs> right, we'll get this right. So we're gonna deal with this, and you're gonna be quiet. So for Christmas, I was bought some Calvin Klein boxer shorts. <laughs> they're not even boxers; they're like tea no. towels. <laughs> But they are made from light tea towel material. <laughs> Be quiet. I will describe. So the Calvin Klein's and my mum bought them, but she seems to have mistaken them for a tea towel. <laughs> Looks like a skirt. And they're the same sort of length as a mini skirt. So, <laughs> and as you all know, um, I was on the way to go and get my shorts uh, for the ice bath. We uh, are now big advocates for. We've had an ice bath for a while, but we're now really um knuckling down on this so it's every day we're we're in the ice bath but we'll we'll cover that on another podcast but yes can we we're now going to end the show on my boxer short choice thank because, you for that mrs sin because what happened no <laughs> well anyway that's made my day I can't Th- thank you for bringing my boxer you're box, very welcome boxer thank you so much for listening to the show sorry we've ended on a boxer short um, Everyone loves book, good boxing But shows. don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. Send us ideas. We love you all. Have an awesome rest of August and Over please and keep listening. As you may be aware, we have built a brand new training centre here at Cockrell & Co. And the opening day is on the 1st of September and we'd love to see you here. We'll be releasing more information on social media, but please book out in your diary Friday the 1st of September, site 10 till 8 o'clock at night. We'll see you there. Andco.co.uk We also have an Instagram account, which is Cockrell and Co. And also we are on Facebook. Once again, don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and we look forward to seeing you here again soon.